Hello fellow citizens of Metaverse, it's George from Blockchain DXV and today is the 4th of November and you're listening to the Metaverse Everything Podcast. Now this week guys, the market cap of cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols that are linked to Metaverse have definitely seen a drastic improvement so far as the market cap is concerned and the 24-hour trading volume in comparison to last week is definitely looking good. The only thing I can think of why that could have happened is because last week, Federal Reserve Board Chair Jerome Powell did announce the interest rate. Now, if you look at the cryptocurrency platforms, they have not had an increase in the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, but the Metaverse platforms have definitely seen an uptick. So in today's episode, we will definitely be talking about the cryptocurrency and blockchain platforms that are linked to Metaverse and how those are in green or have bullish indicators. In today's episode, guys, I'm also going to be talking about Porter's 5 Force model. Now look, this is a really old concept and if you're in the business industry, if you've done your masters or MBA, you're very well aware of Michael Porter's 5 Force model. And in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing if it is still relevant in today's day and age and keeping in mind inflation, deglobalization, new world order and quite a lot more. So I'm going to be sharing my opinions and my thoughts about it. And we'll also be discussing a really beautiful article, which is by Forbes, and it is written by Bernard Marr, and he also has a YouTube channel, and he talks about the top 5 trends in Metaverse in 2023. So really beautiful article. And today, guys, I'm also going to be talking about a project that we at Blockchain DX we are working on, called as Project Talk, and it's podcasting in the Metaverse with Web 3.0 elements. So I'm going to be talking about Keat.io, XX Network, and so far as medium of exchange or payments is concerned, we'll be discussing Bitcoin Lightning Network, if that is an ideal form of payment, or Monero is an ideal form of payment. And I'm also going to be discussing some of the challenges so far as podcasting in Metaverse is concerned, if you were to implement Web 3.0 elements. And as we do in every Metaverse Everything podcast, I'm also going to be discussing the top 5 Metaverse news from around the world, and top 5 Metaverse news from Dubai and UAE. So let's kick start today's episode. So welcome everyone, it's Aitim, you're in Dubai, and you're listening to Metaverse Everything, where we solely focus on Metaverse. We cover top 5 Metaverse news from around the world, and top 5 Metaverse news from Dubai. And Metaverse Everything is a research-driven podcast, focusing on educational and informational content about Metaverse and its impact. And guys, Monday to Thursdays, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes in the Crypto and Coffee Deep works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. And Monday to Thursdays, we also cover two news and information related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And Monday to Thursdays, guys, you also have an option to ask me any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And one trend which I've been observing in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast is the NFT platform, particularly Flow Blockchain, has been on an uptick. And guys, what happened last week was Federal Reserve Board Chair Jerome Powell did announce the interest rate and the interest rate had an increase of 75 basis points. Now, what I'd recommend you to do is listen to my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast for the 3rd of November because I talk about how it had an impact in the cryptocurrency world but the metaverse platforms 
that is the cryptocurrency and blockchain platforms that are linked to metaverse has surprisingly seen an uptick. So in today's episode, let's get started by looking at the market cap of cryptocurrency and blockchain platforms that are linked to metaverse. Now in comparison to last week, the market cap has gone up by well over $2 billion. So as of 4th November, the market cap is at $13.16 billion. And last week, that is last Friday, the market cap was at $11.8 billion. So it looks like the interest rate news has only benefited these platforms. The 24-hour trading volume in comparison to last week has gone up by almost $2 billion. So as of 4th of November, the 24-hour trading volume is $3.2 billion. It's still not great, but definitely much better than the previous months in 2022. Now let's quickly look at the top 5 cryptocurrency and blockchain platforms that are linked to Metaverse. Now I'm not reading this in a particular order, but I'm just talking about the top 5 platforms. Now once again guys, if you go to CoinMarketCap, ICP protocol shows on the Metaverse. I really am not sure why that is. So I'm going to be ignoring ICP for now. Now let's look at ApeCoin. It is currently at $4.65 and since the last 24 hours it is up by 3.50%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 10.57%. Decentraland or MANA is at $0.67. Cents. And since the last 24 hours, it is up by 5.51%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 7.65%. The Sandbox or Sand is at $0.87. Cents. Since the last 24 hours, it is 5.67%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 11.42%. Axie Infinity or AXS is $9.28. Since the last 24 hours, it is up by 4.68%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 3.93%. And Theta Network or Theta, which did have an excellent last week, did continue to have a great week this time as well. And it is currently at $1.31. Since the last 24 hours, it is up by 5.22%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 14.03%. Now listen guys, if you were to compare these matrix to last week, this time, it's definitely much better. All the numbers are green. Now, is it giving an indication that the cryptocurrency and blockchain platforms that are connected to Metaverse are in the bullish direction? Most likely, yes. But if you look at these numbers, these numbers are not ideal when it was in the bullish market. But still, nonetheless, much better than the numbers that we have seen since the past nine months. Now, we're going to kickstart today's episode by discussing Michael Porter's Five force model. Now, if you've done your MBA or if you're working in the business industry or helping companies set up business, at this point of time, I'm pretty much sure you would have learned about Michael Porter's five force model. Now, Michael Porter did create this over 40 years ago, so I'm going to be discussing if this is still relevant. So, the five force model does talk about the threat of new entrants, buyer power, supplier power, substitutes and rivalry. So I'll be dissecting these, keeping in mind the metaverse industry, but also taking into consideration things like inflation, geopolitical conflict, new world order, and deglobalization, because these are areas which probably did not have massive impact when the FIFOS model was created. Now, if you look at metaverse, the threat of new entrants is such a crucial point. One of the biggest giants that is Apple is not a massive fan of metaverse, and Tim Cook has often said that he does believe in virtual reality and augmented reality, but he does not like the idea of metaverse. But what if Apple does decide to gain entry 
into the metaverse, I do think they would have a severe competition with Facebook or Meta. The second point which I was thinking about is, and if you've been following the news, particularly in the political world, Kanye West and Donald Trump, they do tend to have a massive impact whenever they get on the mic. Now, celebrities such as Kanye West, Donald Trump, couple of basketball players, if they want to start their own metaverse protocol, I do think that they would pose a severe threat as a new entrant and they would have massive impact on the metaverse economy. What about new competitor such as a financial giant which has severe backing getting into the metaverse? And guys, think of it. If BlackRock, which is one of the leading giants, if they decide to start their own metaverse, they can easily swallow Meta or Apple in an instant and they could pose a serious threat as a new entrant in the metaverse industry. The second point that I'd like to talk about is buyer power. It just means that the buyers do have the ability to determine the price of the product. So buyers could determine the price, particularly when you talk about Web 3.0. Users are given more power. Now currently, the metaverse industry is still in blue ocean. A lot of the companies have still not adopted the metaverse. But as when time goes by and when metaverse does get mainstream, we will be entering into red ocean, which means the buyers, that is you and me or users, will be in a position to determine the price. And we are going to make a conscious decision if you want to go for a paid service or free service. A classic example I can think of is Twitter. Now, Elon Musk does want to charge $8. Now, imagine doing this after almost 15 years of Twitter's existence to have $8. But if you read to some of the comments, you will be getting mixed reaction. Some of them are willing to pay $8, but some of them are not willing to pay $8. So what I'm trying to say is when you talk about Metaverse, as and when Metaverse gets mainstream adoption, the buyers will be in a position to make decisions. Now, similar to buyer power, you also have supplier power. And this makes a lot of sense, particularly when you talk about deglobalization. Now, look, guys, Larry Fink, he writes a letter to all the top CEOs in the world so this whole ESG notion that you hear about is only because of Larry Fink. And Larry Fink is the CEO of BlockRock. And yesterday, he did publish a letter to CEOs all across the world. I would really urge you guys to go out and read it because he does talk about deglobalization. And when you talk about supply chain management, it could be possible that the suppliers are in a position to determine the price of the final end result. And when you talk about metaverse, Hardware products, that is the virtual reality headset, the augmented reality headsets, the nanochips, the semiconductors could be dependent on the supplier power or suppliers. And if you know about the geopolitical situation between China and Taiwan, Taiwan does have a competitive advantage so far as nanochips and semiconductors are concerned. So it could be very possible that Taiwan could be in a position to determine the price of virtual reality headsets. Now, if you've been following Meta's journey into the metaverse, if you've been looking at their information from direct source, you should know that Meta's aim is to release a virtual reality headset which would cost exactly $99. So $99 is what Meta or Mark Zuckerberg envisions the price of the virtual reality headset to be five years from now. And at that point of time, guys, I do think Meta will have a competitive advantage and they are planning to distribute all the virtual reality headsets by themselves. 
and they have partnered with Ray-Ban, so it could be possible that a company or an industry who has massive influence of our supplier power is concerned, keeping in mind Metaverse industry could dominate the market three to five years from now. The fourth point regarding Porter's FIFO's model is the threat of substitutes. Now, if you understand how Instagram has had an indirect threat to Kodak, you would understand the threat of substitute need not necessarily be from the same industry. So think of threats that are not related to Metaverse. Could neurotechnology digress interest from Metaverse? I definitely do think so. What about space exploration? And last week in my Metaverse Everything podcast, I did talk about potential threats to the Metaverse that are not connected to the Metaverse industry in general. And guys, the other area which I think of is, what if Meta, which is in mainstream news right now, particularly about the failure in Metaverse, could that have an impact that would stifle interest in Metaverse? Because Meta's failure could significantly demotivate or distract investors for putting in funds in Metaverse. What are your thoughts? Mention that in the comments below. And the final thought is intense rivalry. One thing you need to understand as we move into the whole Web 3.0 and Metaverse arena, there is massive rivalry between centralized Metaverse and distributed Metaverse and the emphasis is on building an open Metaverse which means the amount of rivalry will tend to reduce over time. And because of this rivalry, I do feel that any Metaverse platform that focuses on self-sovereign identity will have a competitive advantage. But the Web 3.0 area is still not ready. Now, when you talk about rivalry, I do feel that user-generated content and user-owned content will give a competitive advantage. So these are some areas and thoughts which I thought is connected with the Metaverse industry, keeping in mind Porter's FIFOS model. What are your thoughts, guys? If you do have any suggestions, mention them in the comments below. Now, the next thing what I'd like to talk about is a brilliant article which is written by Bernard Marr. And I really urge you guys to go and follow him on LinkedIn because he has got well over 1 million followers on LinkedIn. And he does have a brilliant YouTube channel as well. And he discussed the top 5 metaverse trends in 2023. So the first thing that he talked about is marketing channel. And he discusses how the focus on customer experience and one-to-one connection is going to be extremely critical. And that's one of the trends that he sees in the metaverse. And he says that with Metaverse, you will be able to target your strategic customer much better. So really brilliant points. The second thing he talks about corporate Metaverse. And according to the article, the Metaverse promises to provide platforms, tools and entire virtual worlds where businesses can be done remotely, efficiently and intelligently. And he does give examples of uh, Accenture, which has already started hiring people. And when I did release a Metaverse Everything podcast, where I focused about Meta's partnership with Accenture and Microsoft, I did talk about how businesses will be benefited by Oculus Quest Pro as well. So the Oculus Quest Pro headset is catered for corporate or business metaverse. And he also talks about digital twins. So he's given an example of how car racing is done in the physical world and in the digital world, that is in the virtual world as well. And the similarities between both of them are absolutely surreal. And that's one of the trends that he envisions to be continued in 2023. Now, the third point that he talked about is Web 3.0 and decentralization. Now, to be honest, guys, I do feel that he does not have strong expertise in this particular area. He might be a futurist and talks about technology, but he has given general information 
so far as blockchain technology is concerned, NFTs and DAO, that is decentralized autonomous organization, is concerned, and how metaverse will be impacted by that and vice versa. And he focused about censorship resistant protocols being a massive trend in 2023. And later on, when I'm going to be talking about how Web 3.0 merges with metaverse, I'm going to be discussing some of the challenges and why it may not necessarily be ideal as well. And the fourth thing that he talks about is virtual reality and augmented reality as a massive trend in 2023, keeping in mind the metaverse industry. So he feels that there would be more augmented reality, virtual reality and hologram technologies that we might be seeing businesses focusing on and I 100% agree to it. And what I really like that he talked about the importance of having smell into virtual reality experience. So imagine having the ability to smell things virtually. And he talked about full body haptic suits. And one example, guys, that I'd like to think about is when I did it at the Jitex event and there was an entire section dedicated only to Metaverse. And there was actually one company which focused on haptic device and the company named it as Tesla Haptic Suits. So essentially, you could put on the entire haptic suit you'd use the virtual reality and you could actually get that feel. So that is 100% true and I do think that that would be one of the major trends in 2023. And the final fifth point which he mentioned in the article which I particularly liked is advanced avatar and he talked about how advanced use cases for technology such as motion capture, avatar looking and sounding more like us and the ability to adopt our own unique gestures and body language is going to take place in 2023 and he also talked about autonomous avatars essentially these will be enabled by artificial intelligence and that would be making gestures so imagine an avatar of yourself but but it is managed by artificial intelligence that would be creepy but at the same time pretty cool as well so brilliant article what i would recommend you to do is read through the article because the article does provide more in-depth information than his YouTube channel, but please feel free to subscribe to his channel because he does talk quite a lot about futuristic technologies as well. The next thing guys that I'm going to be talking about is a project that I'm currently working on and if you do want to collaborate, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com and the project is called as Project Talk and it essentially is podcasting in the metaverse with Web 3.0 elements. Now there are very few areas where Web 3.0 merges with podcasting and metaverse logging in is one area so rather than using your username and password you will be able to log in using your private key which is connected to your public key and public address and the platform that i plan to work on is peer-to-peer but i do feel that centralized protocol can offer a peer-to-peer platform as well so it could be possible let's say that meta does decide to have a platform which works on peer-to-peer Now, it's common sense that if Meta does that, user experience would be much better, but it needs to be 100% peer-to-peer. So that is one area which I'm actively searching upon. And if you do have any feedback or suggestions or want to collaborate, mention them in the comments below. Now, the most important area is communication. And this is where I want to focus only on peer-to-peer. And the second area is medium of exchange. That is Bitcoin. Now, remember, guys, Bitcoin by definition is a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. Now, so far as communication is concerned, in Project Talk, I'm thinking of implementing XX Network by David Shaw. Now, guys, listen. 
David Chom is one of the OGs in the Bitcoin space. As a matter of fact, even Satoshi Nakamoto often thanked David Chom. If you do want to learn more information, go to David Chom's blog post and read about XX Network. As a matter of fact, you can download it on your mobile phone as well. And it works completely peer-to-peer and only quantum-resistant technology as of yet so far as peer-to-peer communication is concerned. And it is a 100% privacy-focused blockchain. And they also have XX Coin, which you can use for voting, exchange values, and incentivize other people as well. So when you're talking, let's say, to your prospective clients to do your podcast, rather than sending email, rather than having conversation via Zoom or Google Meet, the conversation mode will be via XX Network. So I'm still yet to develop a standard operating procedure for that. But when you're recording your podcast, what you can do is you can use a protocol called Keat.io. And Keat.io is developed by Bitfinex and Tether USDT. So essentially, Key.io is a peer-to-peer digital communication device. It is more of a video and chat app. But the biggest problem is, at this point of time, I'm not sure how the recording would work. So you can do video calling with Key.io and it is completely peer-to-peer and there is no central intermediary or no central entity involved. But I would have to record it on my end. The other person will have to record it on the other end and then somehow, some way, you'll have to combine those. And to be honest, editing that will be an absolute nightmare. But if you have any ideas on how we can implement recording features on Key.io, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com. If that thing is solved, I think the project is ready to go. Now, so far as payment is concerned and medium of exchange is concerned, one thing which I've been saying quite often is when it comes to Metaverse, Bitcoin Lightning Network will be an ideal form of payment. And even Monero, that is XML, could be an ideal form of payment. But in Key.io, guys, there is also an option to pay via Tether USDT. But that would not be an ideal form of payment because Tether USDT, the transactions can be stopped. So those are the areas that I'm currently focusing on. Now, I do understand that this won't be an easy process and there will be a couple of challenges, particularly with Web3 podcasting in Metaverse. The biggest thing I can think of is user experience. Now, look, guys, I'm a massive advocate of Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies and blockchain, but the user experience is still absolutely horrendous. And user experience in Metaverse needs to be at least 10x better than the current experience for users to move from existing experiences. So I really am not sure how the user experience would work in the metaverse, particularly when you talk about metaverse experience. The metaverse cannot replicate what you are currently experiencing. It needs to be 10 times better. And in that perspective, I do feel that a centralized protocol will offer a better user experience. So that's one of the reasons why I do think if, let's say, meta, were to release a peer-to-peer platform where you can record a podcasting platform, the user experience will be 10x better. So literally will be like both of us are going to space and recording the podcast and other participants or listeners can put on their VR augmented reality headset and be part of the conversation. So those are the areas of thoughts that I'm thinking about right now. The biggest drawback when you talk about Web 3.0 in the purest sense is no customer support. But if there is a centralized entity, you could have admin support at a protocol level. But at a podcasting level, there will be no support. Maybe there is some kind of an association or foundation. They might be able to assist at a protocol level. But at a podcasting level, I'm not sure if there is any way to have customer support. 
because it just defeats the whole notion of having peer-to-peer. There should be peer-to-peer, no central entity, no middle person at all. Now, one of the biggest challenges with a web 3.0 podcasting in Metaverse is it could be possible to easily ban the protocol. Now, guys, Monero, if you know, is a peer-to-peer cryptocurrency and it focuses on privacy. But in 2015 in Dubai, you could actually buy Monero from cryptocurrency exchanges and all of a sudden, the government has decided and they probably told the exchanges that they can no longer serve privacy coins. So when you talk about privacy, I know this idea is all about civilian identity, but governments can easily ban these protocols. As a matter of fact, you already know about what happened to Tornado Cash. Now, similar things could happen to a 100% peer-to-peer protocol that focuses on privacy. Another drawback that I see so far as Web 3.0 podcasting is concerned and censorship is concerned, sensitive topics could be immutable. And that could be both a positive as well as a negative thing. Now, so far as a political point of view, I do think that every person does have the right to share their opinion. But when you talk about blockchain technology, some notorious things or sensitive topics could be immutable. I'm talking about, let's say, child pornography or someone having some, I say, contentions or really bad intentions. And that is mentioned in the podcast. Because of the immutability aspect of blockchain, it may not necessarily be ideal and could be one of the challenges in Web 3.0 podcasting in the metaverse. But it could be possible, let's say, the community gets to decide what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Another challenge that I do think is a possible threat so far as Web 3.0 podcasting in metaverse is concerned is hacks and exploits. Now look guys, when you talk about podcasting, there is also podcasting 2.0 which works on Lightning Network. So there is an app called Fountain where listeners can actually support their favorite podcasters by paying Bitcoin using Lightning Network. So go to Fountain, download the app, you'd understand what I'm talking about. And there are quite a lot of other podcasting 2.0 apps. Sphinx.chat is another brilliant app which works on Lightning Network, which directly works peer-to-peer. So loads of opportunities still exist with podcasting 2.0. So I'm still in the works. If you do have any suggestions, mention them in the comments below. Now guys, let's talk about the top 5 metaverse news from around the world. And the first one is a massive one. And this is by one of the big four. That is Ernst Young. And Ernst Young, one of the big four accounting companies, is taking part of its software suit into the metaverse. It's called as Wave Space. So it is essentially a utility that lets customers join meetings with Ernst Young personal from several places around the world and will now include immersive experiences allowing customers to interact in VR environments. So go to the official website of Ernst Young and you can read through it. And the metaverse capabilities allow clients to make rapid transitions from imagination to reality, clarify the appetite for risk versus reward, and begin building the infrastructure that will help support their pursuits in new and evolving digital environments. And guys, in the Ernst Young's wave space, experiences shared in the metaverse allows clients to put themselves in the customer's shoes, expand their thinkings with fresh insights at virtual trade shows, and even create working prototypes of the future they envision. So it looks like the big four are definitely getting into Metaverse. The second news card that I'd like to talk about is an Open Metaverse Alliance. So the Open Metaverse Alliance did actually launch and they opened membership to Web3 Builders and the association includes members like Dapple Labs and is pushing for an interoperable 
blockchain powered metaverse because if you go to the website it does actually state that it is a collaboration of web3 metaverse platform creators and the goal is to ensure virtual lands digital assets ideas and services are highly interoperable between platforms and transparent to all communities if you go to the website it does ask you for a registration process and it is extremely easy so if you are a startup or a business entity working in the metaverse go to the open metaverse alliance and get yourself registered and the third one guys is to do with soypay and they want to be a first on demand metaverse service and as part of its commitment to democratize access to the generation of web 3.0 financial services soypay has announced the launch of zeta so essentially it is the first on demand metaverse so go to the website it's a really cool concept the fourth news guys is about nokia one of the first companies in the world to get into the mobile phone system and nokia does actually believe that the mobile phones will become deprecated the nokia believes the metaverse will replace smartphones in the near future now guys i 100% agree to this now if you've been following meta's news directly from first source and something which i did mention earlier in the podcast as well they envision the virtual reality headset to be roughly around $99 five years from now and these headset will have virtual reality and augmented reality headsets as well and $99 with user experience and having the ability to use the sunglasses for over a period of time will definitely replace mobile phones and over a period of time let's say a decade from now these devices might be getting smaller with better user experience in that case I don't see a use of using mobile phone technology as well so mobile phones could be redundant and with new technology kicking in I don't see any use case of mobile phones it'll be really interesting to see if Apple does actually get into the virtual reality or augmented reality space and the fifth news is all the way from China and look guys China is bringing industrial policy to the metaverse and there is a brilliant article which I published via my LinkedIn profile that states that China is already preparing for supply chain snarls in the physical world that could disrupt the VR sector and guys this is the reason where geopolitical conflict kicks in as well cause Taiwan is spearheading the way so far as nano chips and semiconductors is concerned and if China's conflict with Taiwan does increase there is a very high possibility that we might be seeing a war between China and Taiwan as well and that would have a significant impact on the supply chain management and it could be possible that china could take a leading edge in the metaverse industry now guys let's talk about top five metaverse news from dubai and uae and the first news is an arab world summit which takes place on the 23rd of jan 2023 so an emirati levat mos has announced launching of the first arab world summit and it's going to take place on the 23rd of january and the summit is a real metaverse global event and the first of its kind as a fully virtual event in the world so it is essentially a new space that blends the best of digital and physical experience it represents an immersive experience a 3d ecosystem that blends your virtual world with physical world but unfortunately guys if you go to the website of arab world summit there is no information updated yet they need to update the list of speakers and they also need to mention the topics that they're going to be talking about the only thing that is mentioned in the website is discussing the latest decentralized technologies and applications and new technologies trends and terminologies 
So what I'll try to do is I'll drop them an email and try to see if I can get them on my podcast so I can get some more information about this. The second news, guys, is once again by Everdome. And I think I might have covered them at least two to four times in my Metaverse Everything podcast. So the news is Dubai-based Everdome announces the first rocket launch in the Metaverse and this is to take place in December 2022. And the launch will be streamlined by Everdome via YouTube. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this entire thing works. The third news guys from Dubai is a Meta Eco Forum. And this takes place on the 11th of November. And Maria Ivina, who's the founder of Satori Me Company, is organizing the Meta Eco Forum on November 11th. It claims to be the first of its kind event and it will be a meeting place for environmental problems with ready-made solutions. So it's going to be really interesting to see what takes place in that event. Because Marina Ivina also announced that green technologies would be highlighted at the forum, adding that a select group of 19 speakers will introduce new eco-technologies to the audience touching upon sustainability. And look guys, when we talk about Dubai and UAE, there's a massive focus on sustainability. So the session on the 11th of November will definitely be touching on sustainability. Now guys, the fourth news is by Blockchain DXB. And what I plan to do is every Tuesdays, I do want to have an Ask Me Anything session. So what I want to do is I want to take at least 10 to 15 questions about Metaverse and just release an episode, a standalone episode, where I answer 10 to 15 questions. And if you do have any questions, guys, mention them in the comments below or drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com or info at area2071.com. The fifth and the final news, guys, and the most important news is about an event that is taking place in Dubai from the 8th till the 13th of November. And the event is called as Design in the Metaverse. And it is a specially curated exhibition with endless possibilities at Dubai Design Week. So Dubai Design Week is taking place between the 8th till the 13th of November 2022. And this session is held under the dedicated patronage of Her Highness Sheikha Latifa bin Muhammad bin Rashid Al Maktoum, chairperson of Dubai Culture and Arts Authority, that is Dubai Culture. So Dubai Design Week is a platform for regional design as well as a catalyst for growth of the creative community in Dubai. It is one of the region's most important cultural events and each year its varied programs that takes place in D3 includes the UAE's leading design fair, exhibitions, installations, competitions, talks and workshops across multiple creative disciplines. And guys, this session is done by none other than Meta Decrypt. And last week, guys, I had the privilege of interviewing the CEO and founder of Meta Decrypt, that is Richard Patel. So guys, listen, I do have a brilliant episode with the CEO and founder of Meta Decrypt, and she very beautifully explained what Meta Decrypt is and how they help the businesses and startups in cryptocurrencies, blockchain and metaverse industry. So please check it out. As a matter of fact, she also mentioned that she was one of the first person to have an event at the most beautiful building in Dubai and probably in the entire world at the Museum of the Future. And Richard Patel was also the one who managed to make the Dubai Metaverse Assembly a successful event in the Museum of the Future. So definitely reach out to Richard Patel via LinkedIn and follow Meta Decrypt as well. And guys, in that podcast, she also talked about a course that they have merged with Unreal Engine. So listen, guys, if you're in the software industry, so definitely please check that out. I do think that you as an individual, as a business or as a startup, definitely be benefited 
by attending the design in the metaverse which takes place between the 8th and 13th of November at the Dubai Design Week. So that's all for today guys on the Metaverse Everything Podcast on Blockchain TXB. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com or info at area2071.com. And guys, check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And also check out my Blockchain DXP website that is www.blockchaindxp.com that covers everything about Metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. And remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover job news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And Monday to Thursdays, guys, I do have an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And Tuesday, most likely, I'm going to have an Ask Me Anything series focused only on Metaverse and I'll be picking up at least 10 to 15 questions only focusing on Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now, guys, is Metaverse Everything Podcast, which is a research-driven podcast focusing on educational and informational content about Metaverse and its impact. So thanks so much for listening and have a brilliant weekend ahead. Bye-bye.